You're about to listen to the words and teachings of Pastor Shola Oshimakide of the household of David. Be blessed. Great people are rising from this congregation. This is one of the reasons why we study the word of God. This is one of the reasons why we listen to messages. How does it see you? Producing tremendous results. Producing extraordinary results. It's not too much of how many days to fast for. Mindset is very powerful. Oh, Lord Jesus, help me to say this today. So a guy is in America. He is there illegally. Nobody is filing for him. He does not have enough papers. He begins to dodge immigration and security men. Somebody steps in, which has happened to somebody before. Somebody steps in, one way or the other, they help the person to get all the papers. All that the person was giving, he was just giving papers. He saw a document, and the next morning, he started marching gallantly before policemen. Fear died overnight. Not because a force came upon him, but a document got to his hand. Did you get what I've just said now? He just read. Somebody just forwarded, okay, now they have perfected your papers, and they gave him the paper. And with just a paper, the attitude changed immediately. Now he can enter anywhere and dare anybody in America. Fear is gone because a document came in. But this is the greatest document. Are you following me? I am saying awareness, consciousness is very powerful. And there is no like being conscious, being aware of what God actually things of you. It's going to define how you deal with forces of darkness from the place of victory or from a victim's mentality. It will affect how you pray with audacity or with timidity. Demons don't come out because a person has fasted for this necessarily. They come out because a person is aware of what Jesus has done. Are you with me? When a man... Ash, say that word. Say awareness. Say it again. Hallelujah. Twelve men were sent to Jericho. I know I will not even enter the message of this first time, but two of them said... Their defense is taken away. They all looked at the same thing. They all looked at the same thing. Now, that's uh, uh, Numbers, is it 12 or 13? Numbers 12 or Numbers 13. Can you give me? I didn't plan to say this, but I just came to mind. I, I want, please, project Numbers, Numbers 12 or 13. The story of the spies. I think it's uh, uh, 12, Numbers 12. Or 13 of which one? Give me numbers, please, fast. I have very limited time this morning. Are, are you getting what I'm saying today? 
I want to show you something before I move on to explain how God sees believers. Moses sent them to Canaan. Oh, thank you. I love this verse. Get to up ways. Talking to the spies now. Go up into the mountain. Next verse. I've shared this in this church before. And see the land, what it is. Now notice the expression here. The people that dwell therein. What's the word? Everybody say it. If your Bible is just underline the word weather. Great people are rising from this congregation. Underline the word weather. If you can highlight it on your phone. If you are using a real Bible. <laughs> underline with your Bible. If your Bible is on your phone, just find a way to highlight. Whether they be Say the next word. They do notice that. What's the next one? Next verse. And the land that they dwell in. What's the next one? What cities that they dwell in? Whether what what's the one? Verse twenty. And the land. Whether it be. What's the next word there? Did you notice something? Word and opposite. Moses never took a position. Now, he was speaking on behalf of God. He never took a position. Whether the land, everything he said, he said, whether this or this. Whether this or this. When you see the promised land in the Bible, it represents the future. Listen to me, everybody. To every Christian and to every man on the face of the earth. The future is neither good nor bad. It depends on who is looking at it. Did you get that? Deliberately, God made, there was nothing he said on the right that did not present the left option. In life, it's not so much about what to see. It's about how you interpret what to see. This is why a man will call a woman useless. And then she meets someone else. She becomes a queen. Interpretation. Ah. The dream of the Potiphar, uh, the, 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 uh, of uh, the, the Pharaoh's servants, the two of them, the butler and the baker, it was not their dream that killed them, it was the interpretation. They both had what everything the two of them saw represented three days. And Joseph said that this is the interpretation. What you are seeing will kill you. What you are seeing will restore you. Interpretation. Are you getting what I'm saying? Praise the Lord. So, looking at the promised land will depend on who is looking at it. So, two of them had worked on something about their consciousness. They were conscious of who they were in Jehovah's calendar or Jehovah's agenda. And they said that they are bread. Joshua's expression was powerful and Caleb. He said they are bread for us. He said they are defense. Others saw giants and they were intimidated. Joshua and Caleb said that their defense is taken away. God's perspective. The first thing I want to say today is that these ones are not the part. He's just trying to do an introduction. Interpretation. If this is true, then it becomes necessary the state of your mind. You are going to life will rise or fall to the quality of your thinking, your consciousness, your awareness, 
what you think. What you think about what? What you think about yourself? It comes from how God sees you. Then it will lead to how you see the devil and how you see life. Are you getting what I'm saying? You can actually tell a man's relationship with God by checking his relationship with people around him. Now, I'm trying to lay the bed very well before we jump on it. Are you getting what I'm saying? Please, no matter how far I take this message today, next week, continue to think about what I've just said about document. Even when you were admitted, this is something that I went to all kinds of universities in Nigeria, they just sent you a document to tell you that you've been, if you did not receive that admission, nothing. Now, let me use Rete as an example. Of course, it happened because brethren here joined him to pray. He went for an interview. That's where he works in Abuja. Rete used to be in media. And it's a top-notch office, you know, a wonderful place in Abuja. And then he went for the interview and um, he, he was picked. He came back and he did not know because they did not send him a mail. Then they resumed for training. This is how prayer works, and that's why we pray about protest and rest. This is how prayer works. We began to pray. We didn't know anything. He didn't know. He didn't know whether he passed or not. Nobody, you know, you do an interview, and nobody got across to him, and that was it. I remember he came to see me on Sunday. That was the third or the fourth interview. He had forgotten about that particular one. Then he went for another interview, and they said they were waiting for the MD to come abroad. The MD spoke to him on phone, and they agreed on the salary. And the MD came back to the country and never talked about it again. I got worried. I'm a shepherd. This thing kind of thing, they, they bring out anger from me that this is just this foul spirit, this devil at work. Third interview, it will be the best and they will not get back to him. So he had told me about the one in Abuja. We had forgotten about it. Then he came to another one in Lagos. And it was the best. Then he, the MD called him and they negotiated the salary and they agreed. And they said that the man would just get to the office and let her send it to you. And one month, part two months, I got worried. I saw him after service. He said, what's going on? He became worried. He said, Pastor, I don't understand. Then I said, in the name of Jesus Christ, in the shortest time possible, they will get, even me, I actually thought the last one he did, which was Lagos, will be the one that I just said, the MD God will touch him. I, but you see, God had a bigger plan. You know, God's plan will always exceed your expectation. Because it is him that can do a similar abundantly above all you ask or imagine, not what you ask. I come that they may have life. How? Have it more abundantly. So, um, on Sunday, anytime the leaders pray about something, something supernatural, we still had a very wonderful time in the spirit. Sometimes when I'm through, when we are through with morning devotion with the leader, I don't feel like, I feel like I've done service because we experience so much that we don't even bring inside there. A lot happened this morning, for instance. Now, I mean, many of you had our voice if you were around in the morning. We lose con. We just let the Holy Ghost, we don't have any pattern when we pray. We just let the Holy Ghost. Today, we just praise Galore and then the Spirit of God was just doing his own thing. And people were giving words. So we're praying that morning, and then my wife was not around. She was in America then. And then she called me. She wasn't in Nigeria. We prayed in the morning. So I called Rete to the center. Probably he's watching from Abuja. And I called him and I said, all leaders touch him. And I said, this thing comes to an end this week. And we said, in the name of Jesus Christ, something has to open up this week. So my wife called me after service and she said that, oh, I saw all the leaders 
pray, playing, singing and jumping and playing under rain. It was raining and we were all happy. And he saw that he saw red in the rain. But there was like a bucket over his head. Instead of the water touching him, the water was gathering inside the bucket. And she said that in, the, in that vision, she called me that, they are, look, water is not touching right there. So I, I said, oh, I can see the bucket on his head. So I wanted to use my eye to till up the bucket, tilt up, uh, push up the bucket. When I did, he said, several hands joined me to push up the bucket. Those hands were the leaders I asked them to join. Now, thank God she was not there. And I said, I understand what you were saying. That it actually happened this morning. And by Tuesday, the Lagos didn't call Abuja guy. One of the guys that he just met casually when they went for the interview, just by chance asked for his name and everything. They came for training. When you are still a, a trainee, you are careful about what you do. This guy got up and he was looking around, looking around. When he didn't see Rete, he got up and he went to admin office. And he was checking the list and he saw Rete's name there. And he went to me, the secretary, that this guy whose name is there, he's not here. We've done training for about a week. This guy has never said so. That means either they didn't contact him or something. The secretary first wanted to turn it to her. What's your business? You are here. No, no, no. He said, Excuse me, my yes, I'm here, but this is wrong. This guy's name is here and it's not here. And the woman, when he saw that the boy was serious, can you imagine the risk the boy was taking? Taking up a secretary of a place where you are just a trainee. And the woman said, Okay, 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 let's check. And he said, We sent the mail, he didn't get it. He said, No, you didn't send the mail. The guy left the office and just picked his phone and called Rete. So, boy, where are you? Like, you better fly to Abuja now. The plan was to replace him with someone else. So, deliberately, the mail was not sent to him. So, when that guy started blowing whistle, that's why whistle blowing is good. When they say, switch up the mic, Soros, okay. But that was what that guy did. He just became a whistleblower. And I, no, 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 no. So because of it, and he corrected, he made sure they, he made them know that oh, I'm, I'm calling him now. Okay, if you made him, he said, now that I'm calling him, rectify it. Then they now had to say, so Rector came to meet me in the office that day. I said, oh boy, what are you doing? Go to Abuja now, now, now. Go to the airport. Any place you see, any flight, go and go to Abuja. And the rest, they say, You see, what made that boy, when you pray correctly, the anointing way, this is why I support protests the right way. When you pray, it must find physical expression. So when Elisha gave the word that about this time tomorrow, a measure which shall be sold for a shekel, 2 Kings chapter 7, and two measures of barley at the gate of Samaria, the next verse says, and there were four lepers. When you pray, even if God can't find a mortal man to use, he will use lepers. But somebody physical must take the step. So when we prayed here, it was that boy the anointing came upon. Did you hear that? Do you know, every day you are an answer to someone's prayer. If a believer stands on the road, your car breaks down, you start praying in the night, in a, in a dangerous place. Angel will not come and face God. It happens, but on a rare occasion. A very few times in my life, I've enjoyed direct angelic intervention, but on a very rare occasion, very, very rare. What God will do many times is that He will send a man. You know what? God is limited.
to the activities of human beings on earth. God can do everything, but his method is to go through men. So if you don't pray about anything or not, you don't give God an opportunity to intervene. Did you get that? God does not break his protocols. A man must bring him in. That is why we pray. See, the more Christians praying everywhere, even your normal day going to work and everything, the more divine interventions. Angels are not authorized to act on act except a man prays. That is why demons are also illegal. One day I will talk to you about the mystery of familiar spirits. This is why demons seek so much to enter human beings. Because they can only operate effectively when they are embodied and they are disembodied spirits. So they can only operate when that is why we have classes, principalities and power, rulers of darkness or spiritual wickedness. When they get into someone in authority, then they release their wickedness to the entire society. But they seek so much to penetrate, to enter a man. God also seeks to influence people who have authority. Because that is the only way there can be peace and tranquility in the world. Do you get what I've just said now? One day, a pilot, if you, if you, are, if you are, I mean, you know the story, who God saw. When you enter a place as a Christian, take authority. Say in the name of Jesus and use the blood over the pilot and the entire person. So that one idiot, who the devil has hijacked. I have seen a driver who just started driving yesterday, very late in night, yesterday, very, very late in night. I wanted to cut my hair. I, I did that on Friday. I said, I, I'm not such a... And then I called Mr. Mike. I said, let's go. As we're coming back, a guy was drunk and he was driving a bike. He was wearing native. From afar, I saw him. He fell down before a jeep. The jeep slammed the brake and went this way. He got up, picked the bike, and as Mike was coming, he fell before us also. And Mike... I, I said, I, saw, I said, I just did that to the car before you. I said, this guy, just at the front, I said, I hope this guy makes it home. He's completely drunk and was still trying to ride the bike. He was on the floor, even staggering to pick the bike and he picked it again in the night. See, demons don't just appear and kill a person. If they do, if a person sees an appearance that leads to them, somebody sent the demon. You understand? This is why they put people's picture down and something has to be said before a law is set in motion. Because all spiritual entities, they've limited themselves to the intervention. Human beings must bring them in before they can intervene. This is why every Christian has legal right to cast out demons. Because in the first place, it's an illegal move they are making when they show up. Did you get that? Are you with me? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Why did I say? <laughs> Are you getting what I'm saying? Anyway, let me just close that one here. That when you pray, <laughs> okay, let's just do something. Um, first, first Samuel sixteen seven. Let's enter a little in within three minutes, and I will stop into the message. I'll continue seconds out there. No, don't worry. You are going to live long, and I'm going to live long. So we, whatever message, <laughs> Hallelujah. I, but the Lord said to Samuel. Look not on his countenance or the height of his stature, because I have refused him. Where I'm going is the next thing. For the Lord seeth not as man seeth. Can you say that to yourself? God does not see the way man sees. Is that a good place to start? That's the foundation. The Lord said to Samuel, 
God does not see as man sees. So in Isaiah 55, he says, My ways are not your ways. My thoughts are not your thoughts. So we can begin by saying that when man and God, when they look at the same thing, they see two different things. Judges chapter 6. Remember, I want to talk about how God sees you. Oh, we will get to blood of Jesus and a lot of things. But <laughs> nobody can pray with confidence until you have your perspective, until you have the right perspective of, oh, are you, are you with me? But we might not get to that one this morning. Hallelujah. That belongs to you. You can wake up victorious every day. Too many Christians have victims mentality. Now, um, the children of Israel did even in the sight of God. Uh, go to verse, what verse is down? Just go down where the angel appeared to Gideon. Verse 12, let's start from 12. And the angel of the Lord appeared to him and said to him, The Lord is with thee, thou mighty man of valor. Hi. At that moment, Gideon was hiding from the Midianites. Gideon was the last born of his father. His father's family, his family was the last family in their tribe. Their tribe was the last born out of the 12 sons of... So, in other words, he was the least person in Israel. Number two, he was living in fear. He was hiding from the Midianites. And all of a sudden, an angel appeared and gave him God's perspective. He called him, he didn't say, we are going to make you a mighty man. He said, mighty man of valor, how are you? And he don't step back. Sorry, are you talking? <laughs> are you talking to me? Remember where we started from? God does not see as man sees. Gideon did not even see himself as a mighty man. Not talk of somebody else seeing him as a mighty man. And he did not extend to tell the angel that, are you sure you are talking about me? And he gave the angel his rubbish CV. My father is the least man. I am the last born. Blah, blah, blah. And the angel said, go in this thy strength and save Israel. In other words, man will look at Gideon and he will say last born. Man will look at some of you. And you will probably look at yourself. All you define yourself by is that I have 200k in my account. I am trying to pay rent. It's not enough. I am the third born. Mom is asking for money and I can't send it to her. I am weak. I have a dick. Voice are troubling me. I'm a single lady. Wait till we get to the center of this message. But this is not what I, I, I'm just introducing. Did you get what I've just said? your Christianity will change. Philemon 1.6 and I'll start with that. Forgive me, this, I, I'm, I'm just sure I'm, this is just introduction. I I, um, <laughs> I need to get us prepared to get to play about some of the things I'm about to say. Actually, I am going to the account of how they left Egypt in, in Genesis 12, uh, Exodus 12, and I'm going to the account of Balaam and the, what Balaam saw when he saw them from the mountain, but I cannot enter right now. So permit me to just lay the, it, it's just a foundation. Everybody read this passage together. Can you underline the word acknowledge again, if it's your Bible? 
Sir, what makes the communication of your faith effective? Does it become effective by fasting? Is that what they're saying? Now, not that I'm playing fasting. We fast a lot here. I'm saying that the Bible says, what is the meaning of the communication of your faith? So, a believer says, with God, all things are possible. And they look at his life. He's about to pay rent. And he says, in Jesus' name, the money will appear. And the money appears within 24 hours. All people around you, the communication of your faith is effective. Before I got married, I was courting. And P. Josh was there, all of them. And we needed money for something. We were courting with Shola. Shola was there. I was staying in his house. And in the morning, all we had was Gary. And I don't take Gary. I don't sow Gary. So I sat on the table and I said, in the name of Jesus Christ, we are not called into poverty. We have enough to feed and all through the day, I kept telling them that we got the money. But I made a mistake. I kept looking at my phone, expecting an alert. Many years then, GTB. And no alert came. But you know what? I did the right thing. I never gave up. By 11 in the night, everybody was going to sleep. And I sat on the dining table, and I still said to everybody, we got the money I asked for. I said, we got the money. I don't know what they thought of me. Now, okay, so <laughs> why are we all going home, going to bed hungry? But I said, we got the money. I went to bed around 11.30. By 3 a.m., I woke up. I wanted to pray. And I just checked my phone. It was SMS. I still checked. I was explaining, and I know a lot. An SMS came from the lady. We served together in Cairo. She's in Abuja. She's a lawyer. And she said that when we're serving at NMPC together, you used to speak words that blessed me so much. I just collected my salary now. I, uh, today, that was yesterday. She said, I transferred it yesterday. Hope you got it. That means no alerts. Oh, but as we prayed, the money came. Even though we did not see it. For some reason, the network just did not show us the alerts. But she sent me a message at 3 a.m. Telling me that I hope you got the money. That she was paid yesterday and that she paid everything. As we made the decree here in Lagos, God picked a girl in Abuja who collected her salary, not a member of our church, just a friend. And she put the money together and sent it. Of course, in the morning, I didn't waste time to go to ATM. That kind of night, you will sleep well. You don't, you don't fall sick on that kind of day. Woke up in the morning, I rushed. And God, now, my faith, the communication of my faith was effective. Did you get what I've just said? One day they were traveling and the guy died in the plane. Jerry Savell went there and he put his hand on the guy and he came back to like 200 and something passengers saw it. The communication of your faith, as soon as they landed, everybody wanted to hear what he had to say. When I was growing up, my pastors ate ladies ladies wearing uh, trousers. I just didn't like them. All ladies wearing trousers using big earrings. But it was at the airport one day and epileptic, somebody was having a seizure, an epileptic person. And this girl with dangling earrings and with high heels and shoes went there. God, the guy said, in the name of Jesus, epilepsy, come out. The guy coughed out something white and came up and got up. Everybody at the airport gathered around the girl. My pastor came to church and stopped abusing ladies. Because he was there. He developed cold feet. But this girl had audacity. She didn't even think about just saying, in the name of Jesus, epilepsy, leave him. And the thing came out of the guy. That the communication of your faith might become effective 
Ah, yeah. Pastor Boy, you told us a story. <laughs> and I'll tell you one of it. Reverend George Adegboe, Shola's uncle. That's right, Shola Adegboe. Pastor Boy told that when he was very young, he had appendix. He was so sick. Okay, no, not that one. He said, somebody, Shola's dad was a, um, a student. His father is a surgeon. Under Pastor Boy's mom. Pastor Boy's mom and dad, the dad is late now. They are also... Um, the mom is a professor of medicine, you say. So, Shola's father was, and the mom is 80-something, almost 90 now. Shola's father was, they, they are students. That is 60-something now, right? Is they are students. Okay, sorry, I said, no, don't worry. I said, better is better publicly now. So, <laughs> are you with me? So, a student. And imagine professor of medicine. There was a case, and all of them gave up on the case. Nobody wanted to attend to the boy, because they felt that any, if you touch the boy, it was going to die. They were... Professors stood at the corridor. They were consulting and they were all discussing that what do we, they were talking about the case of the but nobody wanted to. And he was just maybe a senior or whatever under them and he just walked up to them. He told them, if you let me go inside my office and pray for two hours, if I come out, I will tell you what to do and this boy will make it. So they were all looking. And he went in and he prayed and he came out and he told them and the boy made it. Pastor Bojo's parents were not born again then, I said, but they mentioned that that made an impact. The communication of your faith. There is a problem in the office, like Daniel, you ask your boss for two days, that sir, this is Thursday, if you give me till Monday, I will come back here and tell you the communication of your faith is being effective. When your neighbors have problems, and you come out to say in the name of Jesus, no. The communication of your faith. When, when you are rapists used to enter female hall and they will rape the all the rapists, I believe it was a kind of ritual kind of thing because the common thing about them was that they were always stuck naked. Maybe to also intimidate the ladies. And all the girls start running and they will come and call the guys in Namdia Zikwe, of course, it was the closest to Queen's there to uh, India. We will rush there, but we never caught one once. You see a naked guy running. The last one that they tried to carry, he rubbed like only on his entire body and he was stuck naked. They will just show up around 1 a.m. in the female hostel and all the ladies will start running and many girls have been raped. But this lady, Mary Nene, she's saying, you uh, came now. I remember very well. They came. This guy came. He was stuck naked. He just appeared at the corridor and everybody started raping. Everyone said that was a spirit. Mary got angry from her room, came out and went after the guy. When the guy saw one girl coming, he took off. <laughs> He turned and he began. She ran after she ran until the guy jumped the fence and ran away. He was the guy was shocked. She kept saying that in the name of Jesus, if the guy ran, it became the news the following morning. Even the way our colleagues were greeting after that. Ah, are you too little? Good morning. Man. The communication of her faith. Hey, if we don't have this kind of results, it will be difficult to preach the gospel. Everyone has something they believe and they are capable of arguing with you. In John chapter 4, the woman did not hesitate even to argue with Jesus. You said the Jew, salvation is of the Jew. We Gentile, our father gave all this well. I'm not a Christian, I'm a Buddhist. Why are you saying that Christianity? All you Christians, you always think Jesus is the only way. And Jesus just told her that you have had five husbands. Everybody say case close. So this time around, she became interested. The communication of your faith. Now, all these examples I gave, not necessarily because a man is for the Bible says by acknowledging every good thing 
how does this happen? The first thing that must happen to you is that you must see yourself the way God sees you. When you do, you will demonstrate an authority that is not common on earth. Let's rise. I want to stop here this morning. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Ah. Balaam stood and he looked at the people. What he saw was different from what they saw at the valley. Where we are going to is that how do I step into the mountain to see myself as God sees me? And I'm going to show you from the Bible what God has said about you, how he sees you when he looks down. But that, whatever God sees about you, whatever God feels about you, however God sees you, will, benef- will be of no benefit to you if you don't see what he sees. Did you get that? Hallelujah. I look at many people watching me now, those of you listening. Are we quick to disqualify ourselves? Thus, we make ourselves of no value to the kingdom of God. There are many things going on around you, and you are waiting for one giant man of God to come and deal with the issue. I see many Christians praying, even begging. Don't you know that God is touched with everything you are touched? Don't you know? The first year of the church, I was coming from checking somebody and it rained. I came down and then I was trying to get a car from my friend and I, and then I stood at the entrance of his house. I was cutting with him then and I said to God, my father was a local government chairman for one year or two years, two years or so. I said, Lord, they gave him an official car. We had four cars growing up in my house. Two personal, two official cars. I said, they gave him. I said, if I was at home, if you did not tell me to come to Lagos, I grew up in Abiyokuta. I started driving very early in life. I said, so my father wouldn't find it difficult to give me one of the cars. I said, but you claim to own heaven and earth. And here I am working for you, and there's no one car. And I said, remember you said in your word, if you be wicked, know how to give good gift to your children, how much more? I said, so in this regard, my father beats you because he asked for and he will give me one. I said, but you have everything and you are giving me none. Honestly speaking, now I don't make a doctrine out of this or those who, want, who will listen and start saying trash. I felt in my heart that instead of God getting angry, that he smiled and filled this after I had the car. Sometimes it's not out of offense, a honest conversation with God. The first time this message I'm sharing with you, and it's not, don't try to fake it and say, Me too, I will talk like that. Lord, why are you? The first time this thing occurred to me, I don't know whether the guy would remember his name is Shewun Oyeniro. He's a doctor in Canada now. I remember that we are getting our secondary school boys. We wanted to play Manzion film. We used to play those films. Those, Manzion, they've changed now. Those days when a demon will appear. I used to enjoy that one more. <laughs> so, 
because when we played it in our school, then deliverance was follow. After, so we'll do a film show. So after exam, we will get TV from Central Union and we invite students have been doing this and then we'll start showing the movie and after that it will be a deliverance session. They just took the lights. There was no lights. And people had gathered. I remember that in 1994, Tunisia 94 was going on that time and Nigeria had a match that day. You know, one brother just came and he held the hands of everybody. He said, let us pray that this light will come back. And we prayed. We just prayed. Oh, Lord, and then we stopped. And then he said, Shane, round up the prayer for us. And this Shane just said, he said, Dr. Kanai just said, he was the Einstein boy then. John looked up and said, Lord, we will not beg you to supply light to win souls to your kingdom. It's your kingdom. He said, so let there be light. I say this before everybody and everyone is watching me right now. In 10 seconds, we had not left each other's hand. The light came up. Now, that's not the thrilling thing. Which the film went on, everything ended, like I said, ended in deliverance. So many demons went out of people's bodies. The following morning, I was telling my classmates, remember I said Nigeria had a match, and he called me a liar. He said because in the hostel, the housemaster too, you know, when they took the light, they too, they had TV outside, they wanted to watch the match. And that was when they took the light in our region. So the housemaster told them, he allowed that they could go out to go and watch the match. So they went to look for someone with a generator. So there was no light in the entire school. So when I said we played the film, he said, no, there was no light. So I kept quiet. Meaning that actually there was no light. There was no light in that building. Yes. So I later I confirmed from other people in that area that Nigerian match that day. That was, but we watched the film. So probably there was only light in that building. God is mighty. It might be hard for some people to believe this. But well, just come and say that with God, all things are not possible. Then we know the spirit that is speaking through you. That was what happened. I will never forget. I remember for days I kept sitting down and thinking about how that guy prayed. A simple prayer. Abraham's servant, Kassundalash. Genesis 24, only prayed. The Bible said before he finished praying, Rebecca showed up. Why are we... Ah. Let's stop here. Is someone blessed this morning? <laughs> Ay. Shout that word, consciousness. Say it again. Just follow me till we get to the end of the message. This is just introduction. It's just to whet your appetite. To just look at the communication of your faith can become effectual. Many years ago, when Guru Maharaj was very popular, two Christian sisters, they were driving in the bathroom and they saw his car coming, red bears. He used to use a red bear that time. I'm not saying you should do that. They drove his way and blocked him and said, You say you are God. We are commanding our car to disappear. He began to pray in tongues and he ran back to his car. And everybody on the street saw what happened. Communication of your faith. How is your faith if they define, if people look at your faith to, as, to assess Christianity? They want to assess, gauge Christianity by your own faith. What will your faith communicate? That's what the Bible tells you that acknowledging, and that's what we want to talk about. How does God see you? Who are you before God? Oh, 
we will consider some news. It's going to be very interesting. Lift up heads and just bless the name of the Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. We give you praise. We worship you. I give you all the glory. Just worship him. Just thank him. Just bless his name. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Blessed be your name, Jesus. We honor you. We adore you. Thank you, Father, for your word. In Jesus' name. Amen. Father, thank you for your word this morning. We bless your name. Thank you for the instructions that we have received. I pray that we walk in the light of this. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. Someone bless this morning. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you are, if you want to give your heart to Christ, just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior, and from today I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late, you are born again, you are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. Stay blessed.